Welcome to the Medic Church Podcast. Today, we're going to continue our different series. Today's sermon is entitled, Moms Are Different. We're celebrating Mother's Day, and we know that our moms are very, very different. And we're going to learn in the Bible about a lady named Rebecca. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the message starting right now. All right, let's dive into this today. We're going to be continuing our uh, different series. And again, happy Mother's Day to all you mommies out there. And so, man, Mother's Day is a great day. And and thankful for all of us as, as we all have a mom. And if it wasn't for our mom, none of us would be here today. And so we're thankful for our moms. And we're going to honor our moms. And so today on your way out, please make sure you stop by and get one of the little goodies. Listen, even if you're not a mom, say, hey, I don't have a baby. That's okay. We got something special for you too. Grab one of those cool things on the way out, man. My mother-in-law worked hard to create something here for you guys. And so y'all please grab those up. And so I've already tasted one. Shh, don't tell nobody. Oh, I told y'all, <laughs> but, but I tasted them. They're so good. Y'all gonna want them. They're goodness. But today is not just for current moms. These are for aspiring moms too. These ones are the moms to be. This is for grandmas, grandmothers and those spiritual moms. Thank you all for those the ones that are spiritual moms as well that'll go around little kids and, and wrap their arms around them. School teachers, you guys are awesome. People that work out in, in public service or work out in different areas, thank you for seeing those kids and, and showing them that love that God shows us. Thank you guys because, hey, y'all are what they call spiritual moms. You may not have kids, and that's okay. You may be struggling to have kids, and listen, that's okay. You guys still play a big impact on what we do. And I thank God for those spiritual moms that I had growing up. And so, and I know today can be an emotional day for some of us, a lot of us. Some of us, our parents, our mom's already gone. Maybe your grandparent has been gone. My mom is fortunate. She's, you know, she is alive. She's well and she's doing good. I, I think she, uh, she's either on our live stream or will be on. She'll watch it later on. Um, she's very, very supportive of what we do are doing here at Medic Church. And, uh, my mom's great. I love my mom. Me and my mom, my mama, I tell y'all what, I don't know about y'all mama, but my mama saved me from a lot of butt whoopings when I was little. <laughs> I'd do something, my daddy get upset. <laughs> He'd be like, I don't whoop their butt. And my mom, uh-uh, no, it's not that bad. He was just, you know, he was just playing. <laughs> Anybody's mom was like that? Their mom saved her. Yours wasn't? Shame on her. <laughs> she got her now listen, my mom whooped my butt one time because I done something bad and, and she whooped my butt. Then my daddy got home, he whooped my butt too. <laughs> so, <laughs> Jerks, no, I'm just kidding. But, but, but parents are great. My mom's great. And, and I love my mom. My mom had a stroke uh, a couple of years ago. She's had a few, but the last one left her, you know, where she has uh, trouble speaking. And, and then I was able to, when she was at the doctor or the hospital in the recovery, I was able to help her do a few things. And, you know, it meant a lot to me because my mom done a lot for me growing up. And, and you know, she played a huge impact in my life. And somebody else that played a huge impact and a role in my life was my, my grandma. And my grandma, uh, you know, she's, she was a loving lady. She loved God. And my grandma was the one that would lead me to Christ for the very first time. And so the ones that know our story, and I kind of just share just a little bit, but it's because of my, my grandma and her mom, and my great grandma's faithfulness that they had, it, and it was prophesied to them that her sons and their sons would preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. So we were marked, me, my brother, my dad were all marked at a young age, and, and before I was even born, that we were going to preach the gospel because they were faithful. 
And so I'm thankful for those, and I'm thankful for my grandma that led me to Christ and kept me in check. And so I'm thankful for those uh, individuals, and I'm sure you guys are. And so I, I want to tell you guys something, that I got some big news that God still loves each and every one of you. God loves you all, just like our moms love us. And I, I don't want today to be an upsetting message for anybody. And, uh, you know, I know people that, that, you know, they've lost their mom. Their mom's no longer here. Uh, and, you know, or their, their mom's struggling. They're not the same as they once were. Their health's not as great. Today's not a day to, to, you know, beat up on anybody. But I want today to be an encouragement to each one of you guys. So if your parent is not here with you, I want to be an encouragement to you today. Now, guys, listen, today's message is for y'all, too. It ain't just for the mommies, but but you guys can take something away from today as well. And so, online campus, you guys keep hanging out with us. And so, this ain't just a Mother's Day message, but it's just a Mother's Day uh, uh, theme that we're going to apply to all of us. And so, today's title is Moms Are Different. Moms are different. When I began to write this, and and this wasn't really a part of our series, and I inserted it, and I began to sit down, and I began to pray. I said, okay, God, what do you want me to talk about? He said, moms are different. Moms are different. Would we all agree that moms are different? Moms, are you, are you different? <laughs> Tasha's different. <laughs> She's special. <laughs> now, I'm going to give you guys some. Now, who in here, uh, moms already... Or, or you, you know, maybe you're, you don't have kids and you're going out to see your mom later on. How many has already received a gift? Anybody already received a gift? You guys, you guys, sweet, sweet, sweet. So let me tell you what I did to Tasha. So yesterday I pre-ordered Tasha some chocolate covered strawberries. Oh man, let me tell you, I was excited about them. It's been, it was like two or three weeks ago I placed the order. And I was pumped up. I told Tasha, I said, listen, I'm working. I said, I said, I need you to go to somebody's house and pick up some. She's like, where am I going? I said, I can't tell you. I said, I don't really know. I said, I ain't never been to their house. I said, this is the dress. You got to go. She's like, what am I doing? She was all concerned. She's all scared, all nervous. I said, listen, you got to go pick up something. <laughs> so what is it? I said, whatever it is, you can't stay in the car long. You got to go get it and put it in the refrigerator. I said, it's, it, it, you can't, something's going on. She's like, okay. She thought it was flowers. This is great. So she goes on, she goes, gets it, and, and she calls me. Now I'm at work. She calls me. You know what she said? She said, thank you so much for my strawberries. <laughs> and, so, and so I was excited because she was happy. She was pumped. So that was part of her Mother's Day gift because my work schedule is crazy and I haven't had a chance to go out and really get her something. So that was part of her uh, Mother's Day gift. But some of you are probably uh, already in your mind. You're like, oh, gosh, who hasn't got their wife or mom anything yet? Five <laughs> strawberries. So I want to tell you guys a little secret here. Maybe maybe you're going off later and maybe you're like me. You're having to wait to the last second to, to go get a gift. And I, I'm going to give you, you know, husbands and, and you know, uh, uh, out there maybe some advice here. Of what not to buy your wife or your mom for Mother's Day. Okay, y'all good with that? I'm going to give y'all some advice. So for me, it was kind of, uh, Tasha's hard to buy for she has a jewelry business, and so <laughs> I can't buy her no fancy jewelry, and, and we're going to talk about it here in a second, but, but I mean, then there's nothing that she really wants, and I'm like, oh, gosh, now what? So I got her chocolate-covered strawberries. But so, so we go through this, and I don't know about you guys, but Mother's Day and Valentine's Day and birthdays are very stressful for me. Anybody say that they're stressful to buy for their spouse? Anybody? Anybody? We're going to have revival in here today. But, but many men, this man, this gets some, this gets some high temper. 
just get some, oh gosh. And then the same way with my mom. When it comes to buying my gift for a mom, my, my, buying a gift for my mom, I get, oh gosh, I gotta buy her something. I don't know what to buy her. And so I'm gonna give you some advice for what not to buy. Some things I've learned over the years. Don't buy them anything that plugs in and requires them to have an electronic utensil. Don't buy these things because that puts in their mind, oh snap, you bought this for me, now I'm gonna have to do some extra work. You want me to, you buy me this blender, that means you want me to get up every morning and make you a protein shake. Uh, you want me to go in here, you buy this thing so I can bake you a cake. You wanna make fun? They, she got mad. Something else not to buy, do not. Hear me out, do not. Guys, hear me, do not. Buy anything that involves sizes. Do not buy anything that involves sizes because you think you know. You think you know, but you don't know. I tell you one time I bought Tasha something and I went and I scoped out the sizes that she already had. I scoped them out. I put in there and I'm looking and, and I see and I said, okay, I know exactly what size to get. <sighs> it didn't work out. Because what happens is, is when you do that, there's a thousand, there's a one, excuse me, there's a one in seven thousand chance that you're going to get it right. <laughs> and so, and by the chance, if you do that, <laughs> you're probably going to offend her. So, 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 you know, by the chance, so that's six thousand nine hundred ninety-nine chances that you're going to get it wrong. And so you buy this and, and say you buy uh, uh, a size 16. Now, I don't understand women's size clothes, so I'm just throwing out numbers here, okay? <clears throat> and so say you buy her a size 16 and she goes, do I look like I wear a 16? Does it look like I need to be wearing a 16 up here? Or maybe you buy too small. You say, hey, that ain't going to cut it. I ain't wore a size 8 in 20 years. Anybody, anybody know what I'm talking about here? Anybody had some of these things happen? Don't buy anything that involves weight loss or self-improvement because she's going to think that she's too fat. She could be as skinny as bones, and then she's going to think, oh, he thinks I'm big. He bought me a treadmill. He bought me an exercise bike. Uh, what's he thinking? I need to lose some weight. Don't buy these things. Again, don't buy her jewelry. Don't buy her jewelry. Don't buy her, because you know what, guys? Let's just be honest. Let's just be honest here. Don't buy your mom jewelry either, because let's just say it. <laughs> I'm going to tell you like it is. You know, she, the first thing she's going to tell you, how in the world are we going to afford that? Because let's just face it, the jewelry that she wants, can't none of us afford. <laughs> can't none of us afford that six, $7,000 ring or necklace over there. I want the uh, the necklace off the Titanic. That's like a $15,000 necklace. Think, guys, can't none of us afford that. And the jewelry we can't afford, <laughs> the jewelry that we can get, she gonna think, man, he didn't spend that much on me. Here, Trina over here, she got the, she got the rose, uh, um, Titanic necklace for 15 grand. Her husband loves her. I tell you what, why can't she, my man, he done bought me this jewelry over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody ever had these? <laughs> Amen. He didn't spend too much for me. He don't love me enough. Let's look at Genesis here. 24. Uh, I'm going to start in verse 16 here. And it talks about, uh, uh, we're talking about Rebecca here. It says, the girl was very beautiful. She was a virgin. No man had laid with her. She was uh, down, at, down to the springs, filling up jars, and came up again. 
So she had buckets. She was filling these things up and she was taking them back and forth. Verse 17. The servant hurried to meet her and said, please give me a little water from your jar. And she says, drink, my Lord, she says, and quickly lowered a jar uh, to her hands and gave him a drink. Verse 19, after she had given him a drink, she said, I will draw water for your camels, too, until they have finished drinking. So she quickly emptied her jar into the trough, ran back to the well to draw more water, and drew enough for all of his camels, all of his camels. And without saying a word, the man watched her closely to learn whether or not the Lord had made her journey successful. Or his journey successful, I'm sorry. Uh, verse 22, when the camel had finished drinking, uh, the man took out a golden nose ring uh, weighing a becket and two bracelets weighing ten shackles. Then he asked her, whose daughter are you? Please tell me, is there room in your father's house for us to spend the night? She answered him and said, I am the daughter of Bethulah, the son of Macon. <laughs> I, I searched these and I still can't say them. Um, Macon born to uh, Nahor, verse 25, and she said, we had plenty of straw in a, a fathom, fathom, <laughs> as well as room for them to spend the night. Look, back in the day, they had some wild names. And I Googled these things all week long to try to say them. I've done them beforehand. I still can't say them. <laughs> so, but I'm going to give you some basic insights here of Rebecca. And so Rebecca was, was uh, at the right place at the right time. Right place, right time. Anybody ever been at the right place at the right time? Right place, right time. Man, I showed up. I said, the right place, right time. Man, they were giving out free samples. Man, I, they hooked me, brother, up. I hooked the brother up. They hooked me up. <laughs> and, you know, I believe in, in being at the right place at the right time sometimes can pay off for us. In this situation, Rebecca was in the right place at the right time. See, she had been praying, and God had a, a, appointed this very moment for Rebecca to be in. To be in this moment, to, to right there where this man needed this water. He needed something to drink. He was at the right place in the right time. And God gave her the best and the right opportunity. Some of us right now may be thinking, man, I've been in the right place at the right time sometimes. Sometimes God gives us an opportunity to be in the right place at the right time to share our stories. I know for me, I get to share my story a lot. I love sharing my story. I love telling people what's happened in my life. Now, a lot of times I don't give names and details and things like that because that doesn't matter to the story. But I get to tell people, hey, this happened to me. And, you know, it surprises me a lot of times people go, hey, man, that same thing happened to me. Me too. And I'll tell you guys a lot, we have a lot more in common than we really realize. And, and I truly believe that God allows things to happen and puts us in the right place at the right time. See, God has a plan for each one of us. You know, we talked about the GPS the other week and we talked about, you know, how we or God puts us on this path and sometimes we try to do our own thing and he tries to avoid us from a lot of headaches and but we try to do our own thing and it gives us more headaches. Same way, God has a plan for us. God has a plan for each one of you. Online campus, God has a plan for you. Sometimes we decide to do our own thing, but God puts us in the right place at the right time. And see, when he does this, we got him, he, he did this and he put her in the right time that, we, that she didn't miss the opportunity. Missed the opportunity. Something else I want to show you guys here is Rebecca was beautiful. She was pretty. It tells us in the Bible right here that she was very, very beautiful in verse 16. 
girl was beautiful. Now, I tell you, <laughs> so, so this woman here, you know, uh, uh, and, and, when I tell, and I love what the Bible tells us because if it's in the Bible, you know it's true. And if it's written there, it's got to be true. So if it says she was beautiful, she was beautiful. Now, if it says she looked like a, uh, a, <laughs> a wet dog, she looked like a wet dog. So, so the Bible speaks truth. And so it tells us that she was beautiful. So it tells me that, that she was drop dead gorgeous. She was, man, you look good. That's what I, the first thing, the first thing I thought of when I was reading this, I was like, man, I remember when I seen Tasha, I'm like, man, she was beautiful and I loved it. And, and, and so, and so what it tells me here is, is, is a lot of times, is that, you know, you don't see a lot of, of people that are well-kept doing dirty work, right? Doing dirty work. Who in here does dirty jobs? I love Steve Jobs. He's an awesome man from Dirty Jobs. He gets in there and he does jobs nobody else wants to do. He's awesome. Did I say your name right? That's not Steve Jobs. What's his name? <laughs> Mike Rowan. <laughs> Mike Rowan, sorry. I said I was processing quite a lot quicker. <laughs> See, you got that iPhone and iPad stuff rubbing off on me. <laughs> Dirty jobs <laughs> with Mike Rowan or Row. Is it Rowan or Rowan? Row. Row. Mike Row. I'll get it right here in a minute. See, this ain't my notes. We're at living here. <laughs> <It's> a... <laughs> but he'll do jobs that nobody else wants to do. He's down in the nitty gritty. It's dirty. Gets dirt up under his fingernails. And it's, I mean, just think about it. I mean, this girl's going down to the, the well. The well. That water had to be nasty. Ooh, and then she put her nasty hands in her hands. Anyway, she was beautiful. And so we know that, the, that the, you know, the Bible tells us, throughout the Bible, there's only four other times that it talks about women being beautiful. Sarah, Rebecca, Bathsheba, and the unnamed attendant. Of King David. So you got to know she was beautiful. She was unmarried. Because it tells us right there. She was unmarried. But Rebecca also gives us some life lessons here as well. Anybody's mom ever gave them a life lesson? <laughs> hey son, I'm going to let you experience this and figure it out. Do over here. Anyway. So some life lessons that we can gain from Rebecca. Her giving led to generosity. Her, I mean, her leading, her giving led to greatness. Her leading, her giving led to greatness. I'll get it out here in a minute. See, Rebecca was rewarded because she gave more than what was needed. See, all the man done was come to her and say, "Hey, can I have some of your, you know, your water here? I just need something to drink." I just need something. Anybody ever been working so hard and, and you've been out there and you've been out in the sun, you've been, and you know, it's, it's hot and it's beaming down on us and, and you're thirsty. And you're like, oh, like today when I go cut my grass and I get out there, I'm going to be hot, I'm going to be sweating and, and I'm like, I'm going to come in, I'm like, I need something to drink. I need some Gatorade. I need some water. I'm thirsty. And that's all this guy was wanting. He had been, he'd come a long distance. He'd come a long ways and he was just passing through and he seen this girl and he's like, hey, can I have some of your water? And he gave her some water. And he said, not only am I going to do that for you, I'm going to give your camel some water too. I'm going to give her camels some water. And, and, and what's significant here is it didn't say camel. It said camels with an S. 
Now, I don't know how many camels he actually had in, in this particular story, but I'm sure there was more than one. I'm sure there was more than two there. But Emiata, it said that she went back and forth in filling up the trough until all the camels were satisfied. They were full. I don't know. Have you ever seen a camel drink water? I mean, they can drink some water. They can and it just, it's like it's never ending. And so it was, and so what we can learn here is her, by giving, it led to greatness because now it's this man he's taken care of. He's back. He's, man, I know when I get, I'm out there, I'm sweating, I get a good drink of water, man, I'm back at it. And then I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go another 10 uh, minutes, uh, 10 hours. I'm ready to, I'm ready to work. I'm ready to get back out there. And just like his camel, now his camels are ready to go. And so the blessing that he gave, that she gave out, our givings that we can do, our givenness that we can give here and do out in the, in the community and can lead to greatness. Our simple acts of kindness can change somebody's course of life. You never know what impact you can make. That's why a lot of times I'll go somewhere, I'll be at McDonald's, and I'll say, hey, I want to just bless the person behind me. Can I buy their meal? I don't know these people. And I'll just say, here, pay for it. And I'm not saying you guys that the boast, but you never know what somebody's going through in their life. You never know what's happening in somebody's life. I've been in the store and I've been sitting there and I felt God say, hey, pay for the groceries from somebody in front of you. And the first thing I'm doing is like, come on, God. It's like bugging a half full. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> but I go up there and I pay for it. And I've seen people break down and they've cried and they say, thank you so much. This is the last little bit I've had. And I didn't think I was going to be able to pay for it. Now I have enough to get me through the week. And again, I'm not showing, telling you this to boast. I'm telling you that, that we never know what somebody's going through in their life. And so, and so by going that extra mile, by saying, hey, I'm going to help you out. I'm going to help out your camel here. I'm going to help you and get you back to where you need to be. Your, your, your giving leads to greatness. See where I'm at? Your generosity brings its own blessings too. Proverbs 11 and 25 says, a gracious man will prosper. A gracious man will prosper. He who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. Now, it does me good. When I tell you that when, I, when I'm able to bless people, I don't do it to, for anything other than God tells me to do it. Uh, that's, the, that's the only reason I do it. But it makes me feel good to be able to do that. When I take somebody and I say, hey, man, let me buy you some lunch today. Or we go out to eat and I grab the bill and I go up there and pay for it. And, and they look at me like, why'd you do that? I, say, I love doing it. I love it. It makes me feel good to be able to bless people. Now, I can't do it all the time, but I love it when I can do it. I remember there's been times where I haven't been able to pay for food and people spend, hey, I got you. Or I'm over there and I'm counting and I'm like looking at the prices. I'm like, okay, I know this and I'm adding it up. This is what I can afford. This is, and then at the end of the time, when it comes time for the bill, they're like, hey, I got this. I got this. But it makes me feel good. When I'm able to bless, and I know it can make you guys feel good. Now I ain't telling you, you gotta go out and buy everybody's meal today. <laughs> go out and do your mama good. Buy her a good meal today. Do her up. Buy her some chocolate covered strawberries. I got a contact if y'all need it. <laughs> but when people give to God and serve others, sometimes amazing things happen. Again, when we do these things and we, and we bring out things, man, God can do great things. God will bless people. God will see that light and that things that you're shining out. Uh, something else we can learn from Rebecca here is she gave the best she could offer. She gave the best she could offer. She had the best. She had her jar there, and she had the water. 
I mean, I, I'm sure her jar wasn't that big. I'm sure, I mean, you gotta think, this is back in the day where they didn't have all this modern technology. They couldn't go over to the sink and just pop it open. And then there's no telling how far she had to walk back and forth to filling up this trough for the camels. But she gave it her best. And better yet, this is what's so compelling to this whole story, is she helped out a complete stranger. A complete stranger that walked by, but she was in the right place at the right time. She was responsible. And there's a lot of times where, where there's, that God's speaking to us and he's telling us, hey, I want you to do this. I want you to pay for the person behind you. Anybody ever felt like that? <laughs> let me give you, let me give you advice here. Pastor Mike, how, how do I know that's really God telling me to do that? Have y'all ever heard of Satan or the devil telling y'all do something nice to somebody? <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> It's, you know, I, again, I, I don't tell you to do these things or, or bless somebody or, or, or that's for, you know, for you to say, hey, look at what I did. That's not what it's about. That's not what it's about. But be responsible. And, you know, don't settle for, you know, oh, I see this guy. I don't really, he looks shady. These people on this, you know, I drive, I drive a lot, a whole lot. And I see a whole lot. And I see people all the time on the side of the roads. And I don't know whether it's real if they're legitimately homeless, or I, I have no idea. Some cases they are, some cases unfortunately they're not. But there's been times where God spoke to me and said, hey, whatever's in your pocket, give it to them. And I open it up, and I, a lot of times I know how much money's in my pocket, and I have a significant amount of money at, the, at that particular time, and I gave it to them. Blessed them. Because God was speaking to my heart, and I was being responsible. Just like in this moment, Rebecca was being responsible. Hey, I'm going to give him some water. Because if I don't give him some water, he might die. <laughs> but be willing to go the, the extra mile, that second mile. Because she could have just said, hey, here's some water. Here's some water. That's all, I, that's all I'm going to give you. That's all you asked for. That's all you asked me for. So that's all I'm going to do. Anybody ever had somebody you know, <laughs> do you that way? Or maybe as a kid, you, your parents tell you to do something. And you're like, well, I did what you told me to do. You told me to take my clothes in there. Well, what I really meant for you to do, and I remember my mom was like, hey, go take your clothes and put them in dirty clothes. What she really meant, hey, take them, put them in dirty clothes, and go wash your clothes, and then put them up. <laughs> we got to be willing to go the extra mile. Sometimes we got to go that extra mile for people. Tell you guys that we're going to cross lines to bring people in. I'm going to go the extra mile. I'm going to go that second mile that I have to, to hey, I love you. I'm going to wrap my arms around you because that's what we're about here. We're about bringing people in, not keeping people out. We all come from different backgrounds. We all got different areas in our walks. We may be like the guy walking with his camels and saying, hey, I'm thirsty. Will you give me something to drink? I want to be that guy that's going to say, hey, here's the jug. And, hey, I'm going to take care of your camels too. I'm going to take care of you because that's what God's called us to do. I'm not in this walk of life alone. I need each and every one of you to help me. And the first verses to that is, you're not in this walk of life alone either. I'm going to be right there with you. You may not agree with everything I say and how I live my life, and that's okay. You may not like the fact that we have lights and flashy lights and smoke machines and cool modern-day music and, and speakers everywhere and all this cool TVs and sound equipment. Hey, we're going to do us, and we're going to preach the gospel, and we're going to love on people. The gospel hasn't changed in 2,000 years, but the method of delivery has. Why am I telling you guys this? It's because I love God, and I wouldn't be doing anything unless God's called me to do it. If I didn't feel it was appropriate, we wouldn't do it. 
Why do we do it? Because it's cool. <laughs> I like it. If I thought it was a distraction, we wouldn't do it. Because I love God, but I'm going to go the extra mile to bring people in. Because I know people that will step foot in my church. They won't step foot in another church just because we're different. Just like I know people step here or, or won't step here, but they'll step there. My goal is not to outdo anybody. My goal is just to reach people for Jesus. That's my goal. That's my goal. Our desire is every day to live for Christ. My every desire is Christ. We're talking about the camels here. Again, we don't know how many exactly how many camels that he had, but each camel probably drank about 45 gallons of water. 45 gallons. Camels are big, man. They drank a lot. <laughs> They're big old biggins. Big old biggins. I'm going to try to hurry. So, so just, just assume that he had 10 camels. That's 450 gallons of water. This little girl, Rebecca, beautiful girl, had to take water back and forth. Let's just say her jug was a gallon. Just 450 trips she had to make back and forth. But she did it because she felt that what God had put her in the right place, the right time. And I believe that our moms have, have, have put, had made us and God put our moms in the right place at the right time. You were born in the right place at the right time. Sometimes I feel like a lot of times uh, I've been born in the wrong era. <laughs> I was born in the wrong time frame. Anybody ever felt like that? you was born in the wrong time frame? <laughs> Me too. And, and sometimes, now I love technology and I love having it, but I could live without it. I could live without it. I would have loved to have went to Billy Graham Crusades. I would have loved to experience things back in the 30s, 40s, 50s. I think it would have been cool. I think it would have been awesome. I think I was born in the wrong era. But God had a purpose and a plan for me to be born right when I was. Just like he did with each one of us. He put our moms in that right spot. So what makes us different? What makes us different? And how can we become a different person? How can we be like our moms? How can we be different like our moms? So I'm going to give you just a couple of things real quick. We gotta put others first. Put others first. For us, that's why I like trying to, if I see you coming, I try to open up the door because I want to meet you at the door. I want to be the first person that you see when you walk in the doors. Can't always do it, but, but I, I love doing that because I want to put others first. I want to hold the door up so you don't have to. It's just a small, selfless act that I like to do for others. I like putting others first. I, I, that's why I think I went into the medical field and the healthcare field because I like helping other people and I like putting other people first. So I encourage you to put others first. Have a positive attitude. Be positive. Don't be a negative Nancy. If your name's Nancy, I'm sorry. Trina, don't be a negative Trina. But, but don't have a positive attitude. Things may be off in your life and things may always go, you know, man, I got this going on. I got this going on. I got this problem going on. I got that, 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 that. Stay positive. Stay positive. And then number three, take the invitation. Take the chance. Because Rebecca could have ignored this guy. This guy's a creep. He's a creeper. He knows I'm pretty. He knows, he, he knows what I look like. He knows he, he just wants my body. And, and, and he could, she could have blew her off. He could have, he could have said, I ain't dealing with him. I'm going my way. I'm going to run from my life. I'm going to, but she took the initiative. She gave him the water. Add values to others. Don't break people down, but build them up. Don't break them down, but build them up. 
close with this. So bring values to others. Find the best in people. People have done me wrong throughout my whole entire life. People have also done me good. People gave me a chance when others wouldn't. People believed in me. People believed in what we were trying to do. People took me and, and put me under their wings and said, hey, I see what God's going to do in your life. I believe what God's going to do in your life. And they took me because they seen the value in me. I see the value in each one of you guys. I know what God can do in your life. That's why I'll get around you and I'll pick your brain because I want to know. I want to know what's the, what, where, where you're at in your life and how I, how I can help you and how we can accomplish life together. That's what's big with me because I love each and every one of you guys. And I don't mind sitting down. I'll talk to you. I'll hang out with you. We'll go wrestling. We'll go eat and we'll go, <laughs> we'll go to go karts. We'll go, we'll go do anything y'all want to do. Well, I'll have fun because I see value in you. I see value when other people don't. When people want to break you down, I see the value. When other people drew lines to keep you out, I'm going to cross those to bring you in because I see the value in each one of you. Online campus, I see the value in you. You guys are here each and every week tuning in with us. And then give without strings. You know the saying, no strings attached. That's why when I tell you guys, if you're here for the first time, there's no strings attached. There's, I'm, when you fill out that card in front of you or, or you know, you come in, I'm new, there's no strings attached. All we're going to do is send you a letter to say, hey, how awesome it was for you hanging out with us and being with us because that's what's important to me is saying, hey, you guys are awesome. And, 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 I, and I do that, and that's why, you know, when, when Rebecca here, she was in this moment and she was doing what she was doing, there was no strings attached. She just wanted to be a light and be a blessing. To, to the person and the man that was walking by. She could have simply stopped right where she was at. She could have stopped in that moment and just said, hey, you got your water, go on your day. But she decided she was going to go a step further and feed the camel or give the camel some water too. And not only give them water, but give them enough water until they were full. So today I want to encourage you and give you some encouragement. Stay positive. Put others first. Take the invitation. Add value and keep the strings unattached. Because God loves each and every one of us. Just like our moms. I know our moms, hey, well, my mom done me bad when I was little. Hey, you still, your mom, uh, there's nothing like a mother's love. There's nothing like a father's love. And it tells us in the Bible that God loved us so much that he sent his son Jesus to die on the cross for us. He loved us that much. And I know our moms love us that much too. And, and I'm sure it had been hard for a mom to do it. And it had been hard for a mom to say, hey, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to go die for the world. I know when Mary was there and she heard that this is going to be the child of God and she was going to give birth to the Savior of the world, I'm sure it shook her. I'm sure when she was, uh, when the process was going on and she knew her son was going to die for the world, she didn't want to let go. The passion of the Christ gives us the best definition of what the crucifixion was like. And there's a scene where it's flashing back and forth between uh, uh, Jesus on the cross and and, and Mary. And, and it was showing that Jesus was um, running and I think he fell down. That mother's love that, that, that she had, that compassion that she had. I want you guys to show that same compassion to people around you. Even if they do you wrong, people that stun me wrong, I show them that same compassion and love 
And our moms showed us. Mary showed Jesus. And how God shows us. And how this church is going to show this community. You guys don't mind if you'll stand with me this morning. Online campus, if you're uh, standing or wherever you're at, you'll stand up with us too. We love you guys and we're so glad that you're tuning in on this special Mother's Day. Like I said, this wasn't a message to beat you up. This was a message to give you some encouragement today. But let's pray today. Father God, thank you so much for all you do in our lives. God, just like our moms, when they, they, they sacrifice so much for us. God, there's been times where, where, you know, we've let our moms down. We let our dads down. But God, they're always there wrap their arms around us. Just like you are when we when we stumble, we fall, God. God, you are there to wrap our arms around us. God, just help us this day. Give us some encouragement today to be positive to others, to, to give to others today. Just like our mom sacrificed for us, let us sacrifice and give to others. Just like Rebecca did with the stranger. God, if somebody don't know you today, let them know. All they have to do is say the simple prayer. Dear Jesus, I am a sinner. Thank you for coming and dying on the cross for me. Forgive me of my sins and help me live with you in paradise forever. When it gets hard, help me to stay the course and know that you're always with me. In name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you again for joining the Medic Church Podcast. We want to remind you again, if you need special prayer, you can submit a prayer request by going to www.medicchurch.com. Scroll down just a little bit, fill out the form, and hit the submit button. Our team is standing by ready to pray and believe that God's going to meet each and every need that is submitted. All right, join us back here next time as we continue our different series. We'll see you very soon.